recorded though it also hasn't i've tried for the past two weeks now to do a car session i've had no other free time whatsoever i make no apologies for it i do want to say thank you to all those who keep on listening and the only apology i'm gonna make is for that last episode i did not the content everybody and their brother who actually could barrel through it said that was one of my best podcasts i've done to this date it was impassioned it was beautiful but the sound quality was so shitty it was like I recorded on a goddamn 8-track cassette tape. And it, yeah, I could tell you, it, it did sound bad. Uh, it's one thing for Rocco to be busting my balls. It's another thing for my little listeners to go. It was just unlistenable at times because of how staticky it was. And I've tried other attempts. I really have. I've done everything I can to do car session. It's just not working. I've got to go back to the drawing board. Maybe it's time I finally buy a pocket recorder. Maybe I just see what happens when I hold the phone like a recorder and talk into it and... Maybe that will sound a bit better and I can clean it up more. It just, uh, it's gotten so fucking ridiculous. It's driving me absolutely insane. I'm going to figure it out, though. I really am. I love doing the car sessions. As everybody knows, it's my brain's just allowed to flow and do whatever. And I, it's so freeing. And I love doing these behind the mic, but I've got a little one. And this past month has been psychotic. I've had no free time. Even this morning, I was over taking care of my abc license trying to get all that done and uh, i forgot one magical thing even though i got a background check from good old pg county i need a background check from also washington dc and i didn't realize that mailing takes three weeks that ain't gonna happen so i'm gonna go ahead and head over there i was there earlier today they said oh it takes a few hours to process everything and there was no way i could get it done with a screaming child because yes melissa went with me as she always does it's just been so fucking frustrating. Again, it's Halloween. One of my, it's October, my absolute favorite month because of that. You got Salwin, Sam Hain, for those who don't want to know how to actually spell it or maybe a Glenn Danzig fan. It was a really good band. That was right after Misfits, right before he did his solo project. I'm not mistaken, but I could have my timeline all fucked up in my head. It's, I love this time of year harvest time it's it's going out having fun and celebrating the dead and going over the past year and that's been a big part for me it's what i do every halloween it's where i, I sit down and i just look at what's happened where i've moved on to what do i need to leave behind am i in a better place than i was the year beforehand and last year was one of the darkest it was really a bad year around october there's not much good to say. Mario had just gotten his back fixed. Uh, my wife had just was out of work yet again. We Money was completely tight all over the place. I was working the two jobs at one point and then the one job, but making really good money at that one job. Uh, that was back when I worked at Grubhub and before they decided to really screw over everybody who worked there. 
all that looked, those were the few bright spots. But even though I was making all that money, it really wasn't going to anything. Because again, Becca was unemployed at the time. And unemployment don't pay for shit, folks. It was a really rough year last year. No idea what we we're going to end up doing. And we had a baby on the way, as everybody knows. This year round, baby's here. Mario's healing up well. Debts are being paid off. And by April of this upcoming year, we should actually have some extra money to play with and not be in nearly as bad shape as we have been. It's shocking for me to even say that. We, we really aren't in as bad a shape as we were. It's amazing. I'm blown away by it. And still a struggle. We're not sitting pretty yet, but it's a lot better. And I'm so much more happier at my job than I ever have been, despite all the extra work that's gone on. It's been a ridiculous amount lately, but this past year has been absolutely amazing compared to how shitty last year was. There's been some downs. There's never going to be a perfect year. And if it was, that would be a fault in itself because that means you got no scars. You didn't learn anything from that year. It's been their ups and downs, as I said, but overall, it's been pretty damn good. Lost some great people in my life this year, sadly, but also made some new friends and new selected family. I can't really even say I made new friends because it really does come down to I, you're a selected family member with me or you're just somebody you're acquaintance. It's, yeah. <sighs> I love focusing on this time of year because of the cool shit that goes on. I, it's one... I don't give a crap too much about Christmas. Yes, and I realize, I as much as I look at Halloween for what it actually is, I also look at the commercial side because it's just plain fucking fun to dress up as whatever, freak people out, maybe sometimes assault a small child with a sword because they're dressed up as Frodo and you are dressed up as a Nazgul. That sword may or may not have been a real sword. But the point is, you get to have all sorts of fun doing that. And... For me, my biggest thing is when it comes to Halloween, handing out candy, I make it just an absolute joy for myself because when someone comes up going trick or treat, I always say trick and it confuses the shit out of them. They haven't ever been to my parents' house or they have, they go, oh, I know you and they've already got something planned for me that year because I'm like, look, you guys asked me, you didn't say, hey, just give me the fucking candy, nothing in the world for free, entertain me, I'll give you whatever. And I always make sure to give them good candy and a lot of it, especially the more they entertain me because, hey, but it's something memorable. And I've had kids who I started doing that. They cut off trick-or-treating in my town at age 22. I was not the guy going to the stupid Halloween parties. I've never been a big fan of those. After the commercial part was done, I'd go do my own private rituals or hang out certain places that were not what you would call parties. It was more of... Again, a celebration Walpurgis night. It was, again, actual spiritual type stuff. But I left the room for that commercial area. I, I always left a spot for it because, again, it was just plain fucking fun. I'm at 23, was no longer allowed to get you no know, go trick-or-treating. So that's when I started handing out candy. And because of that... I got to make all these kids do whatever, got a good laugh out of it. And now those same kids, like last year, or last time I did it, because past two years, because of all the craziness has gone on, I've not gone over to my parents' house to hand out candy. And it, it, it's been painful because I really do miss it. And there's no trick-or-treating in my town. There really isn't. Uh, first year that we moved here, we were going to 
bought a buttload of candy. We ended up going over to my parents' house to give it out because they was looking at us. No, no trick or treating. We're going to Cheverly. So we went to Cheverly. Uh, I, I, I'm getting way off point, but hell, you guys are used to that. Oh, here are kids who, when they were six, seven, eight, I would mess with and tell them to do the trick, you know, give me a trick and entertain me. Now they're 16, 17 on their last one. They go, man, you were always my favorite. Or last two years they've been asking, hey, where's the guy? It's not fun anymore. The, the kids remember it. Some of the parents got a little bit pissed off, but that's the joy of it. Uh, you really got to interact. You got to have fun. And these kids will remember because it it's something new. It's something different. And I want them to try to scare me. I want to do whatever. I had fun. With it. I like scaring the shit out of them. Again, something about a sword and may or may not have been real. Because I do, if I'm going to, it's the whole reason. We're going to the Ren Fair this weekend. And most people, and that, believe me, I like the Ren Fair a lot. Maryland, you can no longer wear your sword, and I have not dressed up for it since because of it. If I'm going to put on my armor, I'm not wearing chainmail without having a goddamn sword at my side. And I get why they stopped doing it. There was an incident. No, I was not part of it, but I do know what happened. It may have been a first-hand witness. And I will say he gave the guy an opportunity to pull a sword back. It was a, more of a challenging to a duel, but... For some reason, it got looked down upon. Now, nobody can have swords except for the people who are actually being paid to be in costume there. And it's all bullshit. It, it, come on. If we're going to do actual Renaissance time, let's have some goddamn sword fights. This will be fun. We should be able to challenge each other to a goddamn duel. But because we're going there, and I look more as, hey, I get to walk around, smell the smells, have my steak on a stick, and have some drinks and just have a good time being around the cool shit that goes on there. See a little creature feature that we go to every year. It hasn't changed at all, but I still pay my dollar to go in just because it's, it's part of that tradition. And I, again, don't view, I should dress up anymore because I can't wear the sword. That's the only part that's changed over the years of me going there. In fact, I probably drink a lot more now than the first time when I was only 16, and oh, I still drank, don't get me wrong, and I hope statues limitations. It's, it's been enough years. There's no way they're they're getting somebody almost two decades later for serving someone underage who may or may not have had a fake ID. It, it, the point is, is that I drink more now, but the only other difference is I don't wear the, the magical outfit. It's just no point. And when I dress up for Halloween, I take it seriously. If I'm dressing up, I'm going all out. I'm making sure I have everything on me. I again dressed as a Nazgul that year. I had an actual sword and actual dagger with me, ready to take out Frodo Baggins if he dared showed up. Uh, the year I dressed up as Turin to Rumbar as best I could. I dyed my hair black so that way I, I would actually look the part because even though I looked like the House of Hador, he looked like the House Baror, and people have to remember that. There's a lot of dorky outfits I've worn over the years. I think this year, I have no idea what Becca's even planning now. It was going to be All of Us is Alice in Wonderland. And my mom got uh, Melissa elephant costume, which I had no problem because I hadn't heard from Becca what she was doing yet. And she found the Cheshire Cat costume. She got kind of pissed off about it because I told her, I, I really, 
like for me, my whole plan for this Halloween was to dress up as something absolutely scary. All of us. I wanted something demonic. I don't do cutesy Halloween with kids. This is bullshit. And I got voted down by it. So she wanted to do Alice in Wonderland. My mom wanted to make sure we just had an outfit and elephants are a favorite thing. So and she's like, if you go, I can return it to Target. It's okay if it, you know, you guys already have one. But Becca just took it way personal and it was a nice little battle yesterday. And I really don't even want to talk about it at this point, but I just look at, I like the fun of Halloween. I look forward to when Melissa is a bit older and she's going out places and, Hopefully, when I take her out trick-or-treating, she'll have as much fun as I did. You know, not worrying about... I don't know how to put it. Have fun, not so much worrying about what other people think of her costume or anything, but interacting with people and getting to fuck with people and in a, a good-hearted way. I'm not saying she should go and steal everybody's candy or anything of that nature. I'm just saying that you're supposed to have a fun time and have some jokes and have some fun, you know? Yeah, on that... Uh, horror movies those are a joke the only the only horror movie i watch every single year me and wife have done this god now i like to say this goes back as a tradition for close to nine years now we watch the beyond together every single halloween it is the citizen kane of gore flicks it's one of the most amazing films out there and we'll watch some other horror films that day we'll, we'll go on a little marathon and it's always, you know, ter- we find them more com- comedic than we do actual horror. It's just they, nothing's really that scary anymore. The last film that did frighten the shit out of me was It, which I know they're remaking, but just as with the Rocky Horror Picture Show remake, and I, I why are we getting a transsexual to play the trans? It, that was part of the whole thing, is he was a transvestite, not a transsexual, and it still confused me. And more than that, why remake it when Tim Curry is Tim Curry? You're remaking it and you're replacing Tim motherfucking Curry. You can't. He is one of the greatest actors of all time. He, he stole the show. Any film, TV show, whatever he did, he stole it. He was so fucking memorable. That smile, that wicked, wicked smile, and the way he could just, the voice, uh, he was perfect. And why you're you're trying to redo something without him just doesn't make any sense. You can't remake something he's worked on. He's just too amazing of an actor. It's like every time that Queen goes out again of a new singer. Okay, how much you sound like Freddie Mercury? You're not Freddie fucking Mercury. You can tell there's something missing. Even if it sounds exactly like there's a soul missing there. Freddie Mercury was Queen, hence the name. He was the backbone of the entire thing, and it's it's really a defilement to the the band itself and to his memory to put someone else out there. It'd be like if all the guys from Merciful Fate decide we're going on tour and we're going to do a bunch of King Diamond songs with this guy who kind of sounds like King Diamond, but he's not King motherfucking Diamond. King was the reason why Merciful Fate worked. He was Merciful Fate, hence the King Diamond band, even though the only person who left was Hank Sherman. And the guy was simply put, he is still to this day one of the most talented artists out there. I'm looking forward. They're finally doing a DVD uh, from the the latest tour. They're getting all together. It's going to be Blu-ray, which I will be buying. I'll definitely have a copy of that. And there's going to be a new album for 2017 from what he's saying, which 
It's been way too long since the last one. I love Give Me Your Soul, Please. And this other part I love about Halloween. I mean, they're haunted houses. They play those stupid, shitty CDs. Or nowadays, I know they're streaming everything. So they're streaming whatever stupid thing that they can to have the weird screams and all that. I just play my normal music. And I can get away with it for once. It just, uh, black metal and, and Halloween go together so beautifully and perfectly. And the only weird part is, like, I'll pull out, you know, like, Thou Shalt Suffer. Not the original Thou Shalt Suffer band with Ison and Zamal. It's Ison's neoclassical work, which is just gorgeous and very atmospheric and sets the mood every way it should but i don't need the demonic growls and everything but later on i will pull those out just for the fucking fun of it i love putting in good old black blood vomitorium and even though i know it's got well it's not just parental advisory it's been banned in quite a few countries it still has because most people can't understand what Killjoy's saying it just sounds like a bunch of demonic grunts that i can get away with it even with small children coming up and I'm the one having fun listening to that amazing album. It's so good that most people do not understand the demonic sounds coming out of black metal bands. I get away with it so easily on Halloween listening to the great music. And it just sets the mood. Makes it fun. I get to have a bunch of laughs and stuff while handing out candy, especially when I'm making kids do all sorts of tricks. I know I was not expecting to talk this long to a microphone about nothing, but... This is kind of what I was doing on yesterday's car session that I really enjoyed. And I spent about 20 minutes trying to get cleaned up. And I finally got most of the engine noise out. I also removed part of my own, I guess I should say, speech center. Because I guess I talked at one point. And I sounded completely weird and different because it removed those certain uh, parts of my voice out. And it was just... Yep, I give up. I can't fix this one. It's done. And it really is scratching my head. How the fuck am I going to fix the car session situation? I, I Once I have more time to devote to it, I should be able to actually figure it out. I just need to find more time to actually devote to it. And that's on me. That's 100% on me, not on anybody else. Now, with that, I'm just going to go ahead end off it's a very short episode i know i really didn't talk about anything but i want to let y'all know I've, none of us have gone away i said rocco should be doing something for vapor reporter on his own and we'll get it all cleaned up once i can figure out an actual schedule because that's been the, the hardest part is having melissa i can't tell anybody when i can get on here and record and it's fine for mom because i can just do it by myself right now work has been what's in the way of me sitting down and recording these and I can get Melissa to take a 30-minute nap, and I'll be fine. But getting her to take a nap for an hour and knowing exactly what time I'm going to get her to sleep, I can't make any of those guarantees to anybody. And I get why Rocco's frustrated or anyone else. I had a lot of people I wanted to ask on to this show. Not happening. Vic over at Let's Bait Podcast, he just had his kid. And I'm interested to see how that's going to go for him. He's going to see the same thing I am, where, yeah, set times go right out the fucking window. Especially if it's just you in the house with the kid. Remember, it's me alone. I don't have any other out. I've got to be there for her. 100% have to be there for her. It's not a burden or anything. It's just straight up truth. I've got to be there. And. She takes precedent over everything else. 100% she takes precedent over everything else. With that, I'm going to go ahead, shut up, 
you guys, thank you so much for listening. Find me at Morandir Drogmore on Twitter, Morandir Drogmore on Facebook. I'd still have a blog, but I haven't posted shit on there. I don't know when I'll get a chance to post shit on there, but yeah, it's whatever at this point. But thank you again for listening, and do have a great night.